most promising stars in today's mega superstars. The hot spot. The hot spot. Word up. What is going on, y'all? It's your boy DJ Tykes. This is the hot spot where we highlight today's most promising artists and just get into some real great music. So we got an awesome artist coming on tonight to talk about his band. I want to welcome Nick from Meru. Come and say what's up to the hot spot, man. Hey, man. How's it going? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, coming in loud and clear. Beautiful. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. You're actually uh, here uh, Wednesday afternoon in New York. We got Tom uh, and, and Steve here as well, the other guys in the band. Oh, awesome. Right on. Well, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys introduce yourselves. That way you get everything correct. And let us know for the fans, you know, what kind of music we can expect from y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we're, we're Meru. We're from, uh, we're from New York City, so we've been here for, what, five years, guys? Yeah, f- basically five years now. Uh, we've been based in Lower East Side for pretty, pretty much all of that. And uh, I don't know what, what I say. We're, we're mostly indie rock, mostly alt rock, um, a lot of different influences. Um, we released our first album back in 2019, and uh, we're in the middle of an album cycle right now. So we've got, uh, we've got an album coming out in June, June 23rd now. Yeah, it's finally, finally officially, officially, uh, officially set for release. And we've got the, the first three singles out, one of which, uh, one of which you covered. So we, we appreciate it. We appreciate you sharing with everyone. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I really enjoyed this single that you shared with us over here. It was definitely throwing me back to my my early teen years when I used to listen to the Strokes and the Arctic Monkeys and really was vibing out to the indie vibes that I was getting from you guys for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, definitely, uh, definitely some of our inspirations right there for sure. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, well, thanks again for sharing that track with us. And there's a there's also a cool music video that goes along with um with this one as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That, um, so that where was, were you guys at? You were on a you were on a rooftop, man. That almost looked like L.A. or something. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a weird day. We had um our our buddy Josh. So he goes under the name how do you say it? Ashua. Ashua. Um, look him up on Instagram. He, he's dope. He's like one of the best videographers in the game. He's based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. But he came up to New York City for for one weekend. And we had to film four music videos in one weekend, basically, to, to make use of his time up here. Um, and we went to, to Bushwick to film, like, the main parts of that. Yeah. And we're in this – we're basically in this, like – what, what was that? It was, a, it was a peer space. Peer space, yeah. It was like a peer space where you can like rent out random rooms in New York, and we shot the whole. We shot basically ninety percent of it throughout the day at this one little space where you can see us in that one like white room, which was great. And we were all getting ready to ki- to basically film the final shot of it, and they came in and and they basically kicked us out as we were about to film the final shot because we. I guess you weren't supposed to bring alcohol on the premise. And we had had like literally like a few drinks there. They weren't, weren't happy about that. So they kicked us out of there. <laughs> so we had no idea what to do for, uh, for the final shot. Um, but thankfully a few of us had actually just moved into new apartments in the lower East side and we had access to, to the rooftops, but it was kind of like a, kind of like a, a pretty rainy day, a lot of thunderstorms going on. So like that final shot that you mentioned of us on the roof is like, we don't know what else to do besides stare at the camera on the rooftop. And we were up there for probably two minutes until lightning struck, which we caught, which is cool. And then we were like, all right, let's get the, let's get the fuck off, off, off this rooftop. But it ended up working out well, so it was, it was nice. Hey, it makes for a really cool shot. Uh, I definitely like that a lot. I was like, Thank so you. It is, it's in New York, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's basically. I guess it's like the backdrop of Uptown, or or maybe it's downtown. Yeah, but it's it's the backdrop of Manhattan. And there was interesting. Yeah. You- I've had to, uh, you know, I've had to learn my way around all of the New York City um, neighborhoods and the boroughs, as they call them, right? <laughs> yeah, sorry, you cut out there for a second there, but um, I, I just said you were saying you had to learn your way around New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry about that. I'm not sure what's going on. But, um, but yeah, if you can hear me, I'll just continue. Uh, I was just saying, you know, my experience with New York, is, I was a West Coast boy myself growing up, and I, over the years, I've... I've managed to learn my way around the boroughs just by, you know, playing Spider-Man, the video game and, yeah. uh, you know, listening to music and stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's um, we've been we've bounced a little bit all over. We like started and we've had we have five guys in the band and one of them lives is, lives in deep Brooklyn. One of them lives in Jersey City. We've lived uptown, downtown, and we've mostly been in Brooklyn and, and, and Lower East Side for the past uh, past five years. But we, we say the band's from the Lower East Side because... Everywhere from our from our practice room to pretty much every show we play is is uh, at least every New York show we play is, is pretty much Lower East Side these days. So nice. And uh, you guys are able to get out there in person and do some live shows here in New York. Yeah, we've um, we we pretty much I, th- I think these days we pretty much refer to Mercury Lounge as kind of like our, our hometown venue. It's been like it's like home court for us. It's where we played our first record release show. It's where we did our our first kind of comeback show from COVID, which is awesome. Um, so that place is, that place has been great for us. And then I think we, we got a lot of other favorite venues, but the show we're really excited about though is we, well, I guess we haven't really told anyone about this. So I guess if you're listening, um, this is the, the first time I'll tell anyone about it, but we were playing our, our first, um, first rooftop show in New York, our, our record release show at Elsewhere, June June 28th. Um, so that's, that's one of our favorite venues and we're super stoked to play that one. Cause that's, that's probably been one of our favorite New York venues for a while. Um, and, and we're going to do the record release show there. So if, if you're in uh if you're in New York on June 28th, definitely make your way to that rooftop. It's a, it's a good vibe in the summer. Ooh, that sounds sweet, man. I always love the vibe of those rooftops. You got to get a, hire a good photographer for that night and make a video or something up there. Yeah, exactly. Right. We got, we got to get someone good to shoot it. Yeah, word up. Well, that's excellent. If anybody finds themselves over there on the East Coast that's listening to the show, you guys can definitely mark your calendars for that one. I appreciate you dropping a little uh, a little secret with us over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, tickets go on sale next Friday, so we'll we'll have it in our on our Instagram. If you follow me or music, we'll have it right there. Sounds sweet. Word up. Well, I want to get to know a little a couple of the other people in the room right now. So if you could just have some of the other bandmates hop on the mic and say what's up. Tell us just your name and uh, and you know what you contribute to the band as well. Sure, you got a uh, you got Steve here. I I contribute a good amount to the band. I like to think, but I'm the <laughs> uh, I uh, I play guitar and I sing backup vocals and do a lot of the songwriting. Um, the three guys you got here, Nick, Steve, and Tom, we do the majority of the writing. Um, kind of starts you know in our apartment and. Um, eventually makes its way into the studio, but yeah, um, that's kind of, kind of my deal. Yeah. <clears throat> you got Tom here as well. Um, basically all I contribute is I'm the band accountant. So, um, not <laughs> I play bass. I, uh, sing back vocals. Uh, Tom, Tom does have to do our taxes once a year though. So we've, um, 
that that apparently is the worst job in the band and uh we apparently we've been losing money two years in a row so, so yeah so we're come to show. <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty deep in the red we have uh we have COVID to thank for that um but uh but yeah that's me uh nice to thanks for having us on absolutely absolutely and um uh, now this might cause some controversy amongst y'all, but every every band has their has their face, man. So who's the one that stands around and looks pretty and just uh? And, and <laughs> that's, the guy, that's the guy that you're talking to. Right? I, that's yeah, they're, they're, these guys like to give me shit that uh, anytime they say the word lead singer or anything like that, they like to give me shit. But the truth is, our front man is our is our drummer, Matt. Matt's been in like a bunch of New York City rock bands for a long time. He's a little bit older than us, and if you come to a show like. The guy is literally like when it, if he's not playing the drums for a split second, he's like front stage with his sunglasses on. We've had I think we've had multiple fans and multiple friends say like they don't say, hey, I caught your drummer's stick tonight. They're like, yeah, your, your drummer almost took my eye out by throwing the stick at, at, at my face. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a uh, he's the he's, uh, he's the he's the front man for in terms of it just uh, he's definitely the coolest of all of us. <laughs> I love that. Hey, I always love when there's a drummer that really stands out. You know, I always love when someone even gets on the mic when they're pounding on the drums. You know, yeah, he's not he's not afraid of it for sure. He's got, he's got some years on us too. He's been doing the New York, you know, band cycle for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I bet there's just countless stories, and maybe sometime in the future, you guys come back on in the future when the an, a full project drops. And we'd love to have him on and get some some crazy stories. I was like getting into that. Yeah, if you can uh, if you can make sense of what he's saying and you can latch on to his story, <laughs> it'd be great. That's what's up. Word. Well, I uh, I want to give everybody a taste of this single that you shared with us over here, Off White. So yeah. before I do that, I'll just let you guys preface this track real quick. Yeah, this is like. This is, I mean, this is definitely one of our favorite songs. I mean, we say that about a lot of our songs, but um, I don't know, just to give like kind of the, the, the quick rundown of it, it, it started off, I, I was in DC and I had an idea for just like a melody and, 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 and kind of like I had a really specific conversation with someone that I wanted to write a song about. So I kind of wrote this song and it was probably half as slow as it was. And I really liked the melody, really liked the words, didn't really know where I wanted to take it. And I came back from D.C. to Brooklyn after a few weeks and brought it to Steve. And he's like, no, this needs to be faster. Like this song needs to be like the song needs to be kind of like like Pink Lemonade, James Bay, like super fast stroke song, whatever it is. And we, we picked it up a lot. And then we had the idea to put in this kind of like halftime part. So, you know, we, we write a lot of songs that are just down strum, guitar rock, super fast, whatever it is. But the idea was like about a minute and a half in, we really wanted to completely change and, and drop this kind of beautiful piano melody idea that we all had in there um it's a, and, it's a good song because it's like it's our feature single from the album and it's kind of the quintessential way that the band writes a song like yeah nick, nick will start with literally just an acoustic guitar it came out he wrote the beautiful melody that it is and then we kind of he brought it back to me and tom we made the halftime part um it's pretty funny we're tom and i were in my room nick was still in dc at this point when he wrote it um but we're in my room we kind of had that halftime idea which is like the piano bass fill and tom literally wrote the uh that kind of bass part that's in that really cool interlude for like 20 seconds he wrote it i think like on the spot like when he when he did his first 
which, which is most people's favorite part of the song so it was yeah. pretty cool to have like everyone just like know their part which yeah. i think comes with uh comes with but comes with age for us a little bit but it's, it was it's, definitely definitely um everyone in the band contributed on that one like when we brought it to the room with matt the drummer he definitely brought a lot of life out of it just super washy on the cymbals and you know very much crashing in and those heavy parts so and uh <clears throat> credit to the co-producers sam skinner and cal Mero. um they really brought this song to like, you know, the next level, um, especially on the outro. You'll hear a really weird kind of sound on the outro. It's actually, I think it's an accordion overlaid with some sort of fucked up distorted Casio sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, oh, nice. that, that was a brainchild of, of the two of those guys uh, working together like mad scientists to, to put this together. Um, and then there's this weird decaying effect that I think Sam and Tyler Tyler, aka Calmero, came up with. So, um, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Little yeah. little nuggets on the track that I think you'll enjoy. Yeah, it's also uh, it's funny that's it's the track that we felt most confident about going into recording because yeah. we just knew that it was a solid structure, really good melody, and I think it's the one that we spent the most time on in the post production process, getting the mix perfect. Yeah, it definitely for some reason caused us a lot of headaches getting that mix just right, but yeah, you know, finally got there. Yeah, and just to tie it off, we're we're really happy that it's only two and a half minutes because the next song coming out is eight minutes long. So we know we need we need a short one. Oh, oh what? Wow, that sounds crazy. Stoked for that. Yeah, we'll send it to you right after this, and hope hope you guys can write it by the again because we think you we think it's up your alley. Definitely, definitely, I'll have an experience with that one. And and uh, thanks for thanks for sharing this track with us, guys. I uh, I really enjoyed the story behind that. It sounds like you have a really awesome dynamic going on as a group and. I'm super stoked to show the fans this brand new track real quick. So why don't you go ahead and let us know what we're listening to one more time and where we're at right now. Yeah, this is Off-White by Meru, and thanks for listening. Say you want it all. It's a sign. Straight tracks I let you fall And Oh, 
have it y'all that was off white by mayru really appreciate you guys for sharing that here on the hot spot yeah absolutely thanks for having us of course and you know like i said before we checked out that track you guys this group dynamic really sounds special you got something special going on and it's and it's tough making music together it's it takes a special kind of like healthy relationship with someone in order to um you know build something and have that creative um, sometimes, you know, someone giving you some constructive criticism or something that kind of builds things along and those relationships aren't easy to find. So I'm curious how you guys all got together in the first place. Yeah, no, definitely. It is like, it's really hard to write music with other people. And a lot of, um, I think a lot of people we know are like, are, are solo projects or, or they're bands, but it's really one guy writing all the music and doing everything. And they're joined by four live members. So like, we're really proud of the fact that like everyone contributes to writing the music and everyone really is like an equal partner here. And I think that that's totally, that's what makes it special. Um, but yeah, I mean, it started cause I mean the band and, and some variation has been around since we were 13. So Steve and I are cousins. Um, and we've been, oh, I we've love been that. writing and, love yeah, that. We've been writing and playing since, since, since our summers in Atlanta together when we were like 13 years old, we used to play Eddie's attic as like little kids and, um, we've grown up doing that for a long time, recording some, some really shitty garage band albums. Um, and then in high school, literally like my first year in high school, I think it was like my first day. Um, I ran into this kid who was making fun of me for, for covering a chili pepper song at a battle of the bands. And that's, uh, that's, that's not my best friend. It's Tommy. So, uh, so we all, we all kind of met, um, met early on in high school is when, when all three of us finally got into a room together and we've been, we've been writing music ever since. And um yeah it's 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 sometimes one person will, will bring something to the table sometimes another will will bring something to the table but everyone always has a different idea of where to, where to take it. and i think it's it, it's definitely not always easy like you should see us in the studio there's definitely a lot of like arguing totally. in a lot of a lot of ways i, I think yeah. i think steve and i spent a good 30 minutes arguing about on which chord uh, a song should finish on one time but um but besides oh that's that, hilarious yeah yeah I loved watching that. Uh, I got a real kick out of that Queen documentary that came out a few years ago. And, you know, just watching the whole dynamic of the group and how they would go on those long weekends together and <laughs> yeah, and really have to, like, flesh some shit out, you know? Yeah, it's funny. It's uh, it's like the, the third time we've heard that, actually. It's, it's funny because I think everyone watches that Queen movie where they go to... No, they go to like the, the yeah the farm or whatever. The, uh, the one <laughs> right. And that that actually hit super hard was when they like what they get in an argument about the espresso maker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like our first time recording our like original debut album. Uh, oh hey, could you just hop a little closer to the mic? Sorry, man. Yeah, sorry, sorry really... about that. I was just oh, saying the, uh, the coffee scene was hilarious because we couldn't spend more than like six hours without fighting over who's making the next cup of coffee. But yeah, that's a that's a funny reference. <laughs> totally 
Uh, word up, guys. Well, so what's going on? You kind of dropped a little bit of a hint earlier that all of these singles are that have been dropping are going to be culminating into a project. So can you guys maybe tell us a little bit about the vibe of that project and maybe some of the themes behind it? Yeah. Um, this project, we're super pumped to release the full thing because it's been in the works for since early 2020. I think like when COVID started, when we were not able to play shows anymore is when we were like, all right, this is writing time. And when we really kind of just were locked in our apartment and doing that. Um, so that's where pretty much the majority of these songs were done. But I think the main like thing we would say about the vibe of it is that we wanted to record it live, um, which is the first time we've done that. Um, we worked with Sam Skinner, who works with Pine Grove, or he's in Pine Grove. He's a producer as well. Um, we've worked with Calamaro uh, on our first track or our first album. So both of them produced it as well. But I think recording live in the studio really brought out like the energy that was felt in a lot of our live shows, which is kind of where we felt like we were at our peak the first year. Um, we really wanted to bring our recorded music to the next level. And I think mixing the good songwriting with our live energy was the key to this album. But it's definitely, I feel like it has a lot of different kinds of songs. Like it has the you know the the upcoming single that's the eight minute kind of like two-parter that has extended jams it also has like the very succinct you know two and a half minute off-white so you know a lot of diversity on the album but i feel like because we spent you know 10 days at the studio that we worked at up in upstate new york and just kind of made it one project where we were live recording everything it feels very much together as well but yeah very cool. Anybody else uh, want to chime in on their interpretation of the project? You got anything, Tom? No, I think Steve nailed that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I um, yeah, Word. I uh, I I think I I don't know. I guess just like I, I write a lot of the lyrics, so I guess a way to just give a little bit deeper level. I mean, Steve nailed it on the head. Like it was. A little bit like we love our first album like it'll always be like our you know our our, our first child and whatever you want to call it and it's a, it's, a, it's a great album we still love it but <laughs> it was kind of heartbreaking when we'd have some people like just people that are close to us be like yo this is great but you guys are way better live which i also think like as a band is a compliment like you want to hear that but we were like oh screw that like we want <laughs> we want our records to be as good totally. as live and um that's definitely like that the main theme behind it in terms of terms of the like the just the sonic levels of it but i think i also remember as a band we were having beers with um with our with our buddy sham who actually helps us with a lot of stuff and we were we were sitting at this bar and and we were kind of talking about like what what the theme of of the album would be because he'll help us a lot with like the artworks and just the aesthetics of all of it and have it kind of be consistent about and i think sure. the, the theme theme of the album which we we really had no idea like we kind of just wrote like a collection of songs as we were going in but after it's all been finished a lot of it's kind of just been this like the, a little bit of this like refusal to grow up mentality and, and it's not it's not like a not in like a rebellious like you know like young kid kind of way at all it's just like uh like a nostalgic you know, we we love this kind of 
vibe. Yeah, it's just a very much like I don't know. I'm sure it's just like I'm sure it's such a cliche as like anyone enters their late twenties and it's totally normal for everybody. But like as we've written these songs, we realize like damn, a lot of this is just about like the first four or five years in New York City and kind of leaving that that mentality behind a little bit. And none of us have left New York, but it's like we've been we've been kind of doing the same thing, or we've been going pretty hard with the band, or we've been going pretty hard with a lot of things for five years and so a lot of it's about like all right maybe it's maybe it's time to grow up a little bit and maybe it's time to mature a little bit and kind of kind of refusing to do that or 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 right embracing the embracing the sound of that time in order to really give it that uh next level connection and feeling to that age and whatnot yeah the way yeah yeah uh one thing i i actually noticed uh from this record to the last one for me was um this was the first time, like, Nick writes very uh, deeply personal lyrics, and this was the first time that as a band member, someone who helps, you know, formulate the songs and the finished products, I, the the true emotions of the songs actually really rang true for me uh, in the recording process. And then, you know, since, you know, when we've been playing them live and the, the tracks that have been released, listening to them and, and really digesting the lyrics uh, as someone who who helps, you know, build the, build the songs but doesn't actually, you know, write the lyrics... Whereas in the first record, I think I was just maybe a, a dumb kid in my early 20s who uh, just wanted to be in a rock band, and, and that didn't shine through as much for me. So um, just a, a personal anecdote of how this has kind of, I guess, maybe matured the band uh, as a whole and definitely the way I, I look at the music. So, yeah. I mean, oh, I love that. I, Thank you. One last thing to add to it is like kind of going off what Nick was saying about the not wanting to grow up mentality uh, the the album is called slow up which is the name of one of the songs too which i think a lot of the lyrics tie into that theme but i think like that also directly relates to the music too because one thing that we went into this album wanting to do was kind of slow up and be very intentional about the songs like i think our first two years we were like very much all right, what's the next step? What's the next show we're playing? When are we re- releasing the next single? So I think like being intentional in the boat in the post production process and just kind of you know w- taking our time and being patient until everything felt just right with this, which is also kind of how we're releasing the album. Like the the singles, I think the original plan was to go like back to back to back with the singles and do a rapid fire release, but. I think the singles have been coming out 10 weeks apart at this point. Like the first single was in November, which was playing this alone. And I think the album is on track to come out in late June. So like a literal nine month or eight month album cycle as opposed to our normal, which would be like two. So just taking, taking our time. Right. Right. Wow. I I really like that. man. I just love that story. I'm trying to put it into words right now. What's the word they, uh, it's almost, you know, biopic in that way like a biopic where there it's there's something about your guys's story where you want to create something that is live and and kind of interpretive in a live sense but you can't do it because of the whole circumstances going around with with covid mm-hmm. and it, it's just like it's a it really paints a really cool picture for how the whole thing comes together yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's it's definitely true. We're 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 excited to get it out there. We're excited for it to, because we we actually, I mean, it's funny. We 
we had a we had a lot of argument on whether or not it should be an album or whether or not we should should release it as uh, individual singles. And I think that as more songs kept coming in and as the project really came together, we were like, no, this is a this is an album. This is an album with a theme, and it's a complete collection of songs. And I think we're super excited that we're releasing it that way. Well, I really like that you guys are involving all of your fans in that experience, and that's what net gives it that next level. Um, kind of feeling for me is that there's this like like i said it's almost like a movie where it's like you're watching the artist debate whether or not to drop stuff and but really it is it's all part of the process and i've seen um you know people artists talk about having this growth experience happen while they create their art and then the hesitancy to drop things because of the growth experience that happens and it almost it it does make you hesitant to to drop things but i just again i would just really really give you guys the confidence to i love that you're keeping us all in the story and that we get to watch along it's really cool yeah thank you i think um i think we always say like our goal is to write i I wish we had a better like more i don't know more meaningful word for it but our goal is to write personal songs like we don't we don't want to write anything that someone's, I mean, we're not against like writing something that someone, something would call, someone would call a bop or whatever. But I think at the end of the day, we, we want people to be like, damn, like I really connect with that. Or, that really did something for me personally. It's not, not necessarily something that you, you know, are just playing at a party or whatever it is or in the background. I think that's what we care about. So. Sure. And I really, another aspect of things kind of coming from a different genre that I, that I explore myself a little bit. I, uh, I like that you guys are going for you. You mentioned just like the frequency that you're going for with the sound. It's like it's a it's a sound that can only be really experienced live. It, it's I it's only something I can equivocate to riding around in my dad's '88 Jeep Cherokee and all the speakers are blown out and you're listening to Three Six Mafia and it's just like. That whole experience of the shake and the rattle, it just like really gives it that next level, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. That's uh that that's that's the vibe actually. When we when we roll out the album, we're gonna we're gonna tell people think of three six mafia because you do it. Yeah, yeah. Rolling <laughs> around your in your granddaddy's Cadillac, listening Straight to three six mafia, <laughs> rumbling that shit to the apart, rumbling yeah. it apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what's up, guys. Well, really excited to see this project that's coming together and uh you know something i like to do at the end of the show is give you guys an opportunity to just do some shout outs you know tell anybody that uh your friends your fans your family anybody that you love just tell them that you love them you know <laughs> i love it i love it well um i think we have to tell cal merrill and we have to tell uh um maddie who's not here the other two members of our band that we love them and we have to tell um we have to tell Sam Skinner, our producer, and uh, and Sham, uh, our, our unofficial six member, who's sitting right here too, that we love him as well. So uh, that, that's uh, and Dan, yeah, Dan, who's uh, Dan, who, who masters our music and is the absolute homie. So we've got uh, we've got too many people to to, to thank and tell them that we love because uh, our band really is just uh, one one big ass friend group in New York that everyone helps to everyone helps to sell tickets, everyone helps to bring more people into the family. So it's it's, um, it, it's been a great experience and and we love everybody. So. Hey, well, I appreciate you guys gathering around the fire for us this evening and uh, and hanging out. It's been a pleasure getting to know you guys for the fans. Yeah, it's a pleasure getting to know you too. And and, and thanks for having us on. We're we love to hop on anytime. Yes, I uh, 
always like to roll out the red car before you in the future. You guys put together that album and we'll definitely get you back on. Love to hear some more of these stories. Really appreciate y'all for coming out one more time. Meru, thanks again. Thanks so much. You have a great night. Likewise. And y'all, you know what's going on over here. This is the hot spot. Really enjoy hanging out with all of these artists, showing you guys this brand new music coming out, getting these stories fresh out the oven, and always got a crazy show going on in the future. Coming up on the weekend here in the next couple of days, and I uh, like to do this little thing called Submission Sundays over here, and no, we're not talking about Sunday night wrestling submission. I'm not putting nobody in chokeholds. We're chilling out, listening to all of this dope music that I get submitted to me over here at the hotspot. So we're just going to be hanging out, going over some hot topics, you know, just chilling, chatting with some of our fans, and really just showing you guys some love, all of our artists that we've gotten some awesome submissions from in the future. So one more time, this is your boy DJ Tykes for the hotspot. One more time for our artist of the night, May Rue out of New York City. Appreciate y'all one more time. I'm going to go ahead and sign out. Thanks again. Take care, everybody. Have a wonderful night. This is The Hot Spot. We highlight today's most promising stars in today's mega superstars. The Hot Spot. The Hot Spot. Suspect is armed and dangerous. I repeat, the suspect is armed and dangerous.